Hi, my name is Shlomo Salson. I'm the host of Dreamers University. The first and third Tuesday of every month, I'm going to provide you with an episode filled with inspiring stories and practical tips to help you live your dream life. I'm going to do so all under 30 minutes. If you want to commit to achieving your dreams, go ahead, subscribe to this podcast and enjoy this episode. Hello, Dream Makers. Welcome to my second episode of Dreamers University. I'm going to talk about the three steps on how you can remove negative labels. Dream Makers, I want you to imagine a six-year-old little boy who's about to go to the first grade. And right before going to the first grade, that little boy was told that he needed glasses. So his parents took him to go get glasses. He chose these brown rectangle glasses. Well, his dad chose his brown rectangle glasses for him. His dad would tie a little a string behind his neck just so they won't fall. His mom would dress him up in, in hand-me-downs because the family didn't have much money. So he walks in in the first day of first grade. He had these blue short shorts, his white shirt tucked in in these blue short shorts. He had these high white socks, white sneakers. He walks in, he looks around, and he sees that he's the only one in the class wearing glasses. Little boy feels left out. Miss Dunn is the teacher. She's in the middle of a lesson. When a lady walks in with a clipboard, she calls that little boy's name, asks if she can borrow him, the little boy follows her into her office. She tells him to take a seat while she goes behind in her desk in a white comfy chair. The little boy is scared. The little boy is nervous. He doesn't know if he's in trouble or something really bad happened. There's an awkward pause as she's going through her filing cabinet trying to find his file. She takes out his file, looks him in the eye and says, Look, kid, I see that English is not your first language. And that little boy nods. I also see that, and you had a hard time pronouncing some words, and people had a hard time understanding you. And the little boy was confused. He didn't know he had a speaking problem. And she said, don't worry. I'm a speech therapist. I'm going to work with you in these next few years to help you speak more clear. That little boy didn't think he had a speaking problem. In that moment, that's when he started to become insecure. And every day from that moment, he woke up telling himself these words. I'm not a good talker. I'm not a good talker. I'm not a good talker. Any guesses on who that little boy is? That little boy was me. And on the first day of first grade, I put a negative label on myself that I'm not a good talker. What are labels and how does it pertain to you? I want you to think about labels like when you're going to a store. For example, if you've ever w walked into a super Walmart or a super Target, you look around, everything is in different categories. There's the clothes and the clothes section is categorized by men's, by women's, by kids. You have your groceries, and even groceries has the fruits and vegetables. It has a frozen section. It has the bread. It has the sauces. It has the pasta and the rice. You have your electronics, and you have your bathroom stuff. Everything, every item in the store is labeled. Either it has a tag, 
a sticker, a board with his name on it. You see, the labels on humans is very similar because we label ourselves or other people label us. We put ourselves in this category or other people put us in a category. But the only difference between the labels on humans and the labels on items is that you cannot see the labels on humans. They're made up. And a lot of times we develop labels early on in our life based off of our past experiences. And many times our labels are formed at a very young age. And just like my insecurity with speaking was formed when I was six years old, when I started going to speech therapy, a lot of times your labels can be formed in other ways. And I want, I want you to kind of think about what some of your negative labels are, right? And how they form. You see, maybe you failed a lot of exams as a kid. And so now you think you're not very smart. Or maybe recently you have tried multiple businesses and they have all failed. And you consider yourself a failure. Maybe you recently got laid off from a job that you've worked so hard in and you consider yourself useless. You consider yourself unwanted. Maybe your parents got divorced. Maybe you were abused. Maybe you've had mental health struggles. Whatever challenges that you have gone through today or whatever challenges that you have gone through in the past, it affects how we view ourselves. It affects our success it affects our goals that we go after. It all starts with the mind. How you think about yourself is who you become. You see, I'm not making all this stuff up. Labeling theory was actually created by sociologists in the 1960s. In the 1960s, Howard Saul Becker's book, it's called The Outsiders. The book focuses on labeling theory and what labeling theory is, when we label ourselves, we focus less on our deviant behavior and more on the society's reaction to our deviant behavior. For example, they did some studies with people who have gone to jail. And so when people have gone to jail, whatever crime they have committed, society labels them as criminals. And now, since that person goes to jail, society labels them as criminals. These people now label themselves as criminals because they tell themselves what society is telling them as criminals. And many times, unless the criminal doesn't fix their mindset, that criminal goes outside after they get released from jail and they commit another crime. Because in their head, society has labeled them as criminals. And because they believe society, they have labeled themselves as criminals. Another thing society does to label. For example, you know, my, my last brand, my last book and my last podcast was on mental health. And I interviewed a lot of people who have suicidal thoughts or who have tried committing suicide. And a lot of times... 
when someone tries committing suicide, society all of a sudden labels them as mentally ill or mentally crazy. And that person labels themselves as mentally ill or mentally crazy. Now, why is removing negative self labels important for success? Because as soon as you remove these mental barriers or these negative self labels, then we can start achieving success. Then we can start achieving the dream goal that we have set out for. And I'm going to go over three ways, three steps on how you can remove these negative self labels. And when I go into schools and talk to students, I talk about these three steps. Now, the first step to removing negative self labels is number one, get a piece of paper or maybe get some sticky notes and list out one to three negative labels that you have. It can be, I am dumb. I am worthless. I'm a failure. I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not a salesperson. I'm too fat or I'm too skinny or I'm lazy or I'm unmotivated. Anything that you box or categorize yourself in that you see yourself as list out one to three. A lot of times we don't realize the negative self-talk that we go through on a daily basis. For example, you are in sales and you are in discussion and you have a negotiation contracts going on and all of a sudden the person drops out and you don't get to sale and things just go downhill. Then you think to yourself, ah, you see, I'm not good in sales or I'm not good in talking. And by the way, I've experienced I've experienced this before. And when you, when, when you go through a certain failure or a certain action that happens, maybe you skip out in the gym or maybe you eat that extra slice of pizza and then you call yourself fat or maybe you skip out in the gym and you call yourself lazy. You see, now every time you have that action or every time you have that behavior, you repeat that negative label to yourself because you have a habit of telling yourself that thing for years and years and years. And so what this step does, it makes you aware of what those negative self labels are. And right next to the negative self label, I want you to write out because it's not enough just writing out the negative self label, write out, how is it holding you back from achieving your goal? Is it holding you back to lose an extra 20, 30 pounds? Is it holding you back in sales? Is it holding you back from getting money? Is it holding you back from gaining muscle? Is it holding you back from giving a great speech? Is it holding you back from interacting with other people what, how is that mindset and that negative label holding you back from where you want to go? For example, my negative self-label was I wasn't a very good talker. 
And so for majority of my high school, my college years, I avoided presentations. I avoided speaking in front of people. And even when I was left alone with people, I didn't really converse with them because I have labeled myself as shy. And a lot of times people will come up to me and it's like, oh, you're the shy one in the group. And so now I have that label and it stopped me from interacting with people in social settings because I was afraid to either say the wrong thing. I was afraid to be laughed at for how I spoke. And that negative self-label prevented me from doing a lot of things, talking to people, giving presentations. It stopped me from doing well in sales. Learn what your negative self-label is and write down how it's holding back. Number two, for every negative self-label that you have, write down a positive label. If you label yourself as shy, now write down, I am confident. If you label yourself as lazy, label yourself now as hungry or motivated. If you label yourself as dumb, now label yourself as intelligent. Dr. Shad Helmsetter has multiple books on self-talk. And in some of those books, he explains how positive self-talk can change how we view ourselves, can change our behavior. So here's what I need you to do. I need you to visualize. Visualize having this positive label. When I first wanted to become a confident speaker, I didn't believe in myself. I didn't see why would people listen to me after being laughed at for 15 years for speaking. And I first joined Toastmasters, which is a public speaking club, and I would enter these speech competitions. Half the time, I would visualize myself on stage giving a phenomenal speech where I'm getting a standing ovation. I would visualize people laughing. I would visualize people crying at my sad story. I would visualize people feeling inspired in the end. And that's how I was able to win my very first speech competition. Because what visualization does is it creates a picture in our mind of how we want to be. And many times we cannot tell the difference between what we're visualizing and real life. You know, I'm not the only person who does this. Phil Jackson, who is a coach for both Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, would have his teams visualize every single practice for at least 15 to 30 minutes. And I don't need to explain how Michael Jordan won six championships and Kobe Bryant won five. Visualization works. So I want you to visualize being intelligent. I want you to visualize having intellectual conversations. I want you to visualize reading or going to the gym or working hard or being motivated for something. If you visualize it, you can accomplish it. So you wrote down your positive label. Now you have visualized yourself as that person with that positive label. Now what I want you to write down is what have you accomplished because of that positive label? Maybe now you label yourself as disciplined and motivated. So you go to the gym every day and by the end of the year, 
you're more fit, you're more healthy, you have the body that you want, or maybe you see yourself as motivated and disciplined, now you start your side hustle. And three years from now, that could be your full-time career. Or maybe now you see yourself as smart. And by the end of the year, you have read 25 books. Maybe you see yourself as a, as a phenomenal salesperson. You're making an extra five to $10,000 a month. Maybe you, now you see yourself as a success and your business starts taking off. Maybe now you see yourself as worthy and you develop new relationships and start going out to different social settings because you don't see yourself as shy or unworthy for love. Positive self-talk is crucial. The last step on how you can remove your negative self-label is now create an action plan. You're not just going to get there. By thinking about your self-label, thinking about your positive label, you must, it's necessary for you to take action. Ask yourself these questions. Who do I need to surround myself with? I remember I wanted to be more social. And in college, I joined a fraternity. Now, I joined a fraternity, I was very strategic about it. I joined a fraternity because I wanted to surround myself with social people. And I wanted to become social myself. So how can I be social if I surround myself with people who are putting me down for being shy? I surrounded myself in the fraternity. And I asked those social people, what can I do to be more social? Now, if, if I want to convert this to business terms, I surrounded myself with speaking coaches who have built a successful speaking business. And because I did that, I started to get paid speaking engagements. Now, if I was surrounding myself with other people who had no idea how to build a speaking business, I wouldn't have been a paid speaker. Same thing goes with whatever you want to do. You want to be an author. You want to build your own business. Depending on the niche you want to go into, surround yourself with people who have accomplished just that. Surround yourself with people who have similar goals. Surround yourself with people who don't put you down. Second question you must ask yourself is what daily habits do I need to have? You can't just become fit by thinking about it. You can't just become better in sales and talking by thinking about it. You can't just become a better reader or writer just by thinking about it. You have to set aside some time every single day to make sales calls, to read, to write, to speak. What are you going to do every day that's going to help you develop that positive label that you have visualized? Another question you must ask yourself, how can I stretch outside my comfort zone? On the road to transforming that negative label into a positive label, it's not going to be very comfortable. It's going to be very uncomfortable. You're going to have to pick up the phone to make sales calls. You're going to have to mess up and give horrible speeches in the beginning. You're going to have to put YouTube videos up. You're going to have to wake up at 5 or 6 o'clock in the morning to go to the gym or go to the gym right after work when you feel exhausted. 
You're going to have to go to social settings to be a little bit more social. Michelle Poehler, who is a speaker and author, she has a great book called Hello Fears, which she has. She talks about the different fears she had encountered 365 days of the year, and she provides different exercises and provides different lessons on what you can do to stretch outside your comfort zone. So if you haven't read the book, that's a great book if you want to stretch outside your comfort zone. Last one, I covered this a little bit. What programs, coaches, and mentors do I do you need to hire in order to learn? You can't get to the next level if you don't learn from people who are already there. It's harder. It's going to be harder for you to build a business if you haven't hired a business coach who have built a successful business. I'm not saying it's not possible, but you can eliminate a lot of the mistakes that you're probably going to make if you hire someone who has accomplished what you're trying to accomplish. Same thing goes with fitness. It's easier to accomplish your fitness goals if you hire a coach, or at least in the beginning. It's going to be easier for you to be better in sales if you take a sales program and they teach you a technique to be better in selling. So I just want to recap on the three steps on how you can remove your negative labels. Number one, list out one to three negative labels that you have that's holding you back. And how is it holding you back from your goals and your dreams? Number two, replace those negative labels with a positive label. Visualize having those positive labels. Write down what have you accomplished after having those positive labels. Number three, write out a detailed action plan. Who do you need to surround yourself with? What friends or family members do you need to surround yourself with? What coaches and mentors do you need to hire? How can you step outside your comfort zone? What daily habits do you need to have? Every time I give speaking engagements, I always tell my audience members this thing. We all have imperfections, but don't allow your imperfections of the present to dictate your success in the future. And just because you're not where you want to be right now, just because you don't have the money you want, just because you don't have the successful career you want, just because you don't have the successful relationships you want, just because you haven't achieved what you want to achieve because you're lacking certain skills, that does not define who you're going to be. Who you are now does not define who you're going to be. So if you're not good in selling, that doesn't mean you're always not going to be good in selling. Just because you're not an entrepreneur now doesn't mean you're always not going to be an entrepreneur. Just because you're not a great musician now doesn't mean you're always not going to be a great musician. Just because you're not fit right now doesn't mean you're always not going to be fit. The person you want to become is going to take a lot of work. And that work starts with you. It's going to be hard because throughout our entire lives, we have been programmed a certain way based off what we have seen on social media, based off of what our parents have told us, based off of what our siblings have told us, based off what our friends have told us. They may not have intentionally hurt your feelings. They may have just been trying to protect you. But just because 
they have said that you're not good at something doesn't mean you're not good at that one thing. Acknowledge your childhood traumas. Acknowledge what people have told you in the past. And just try to get 1% better every single day. Here's my challenge to you. Here's my homework for you. Spend the next 90 days choosing one negative label that you have and turn it into a positive labels. And once you do that, I want you to go on my Instagram, it's in the show notes below. Go on my Instagram, message me what your negative label is. It's going to be no judgment. Tell me what your negative label is and tell me what your action plan is going to be. And I'm going to hold you accountable. Thank you, Dream Makers, for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to subscribe if you're on Apple Podcasts or if you're on YouTube. If you know other people who are trying to improve, don't forget to share Dreamers University with them and stay tuned for my next episode. Peace.